This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. lot last season and previous seasons. I mean, he's not afraid to just throw it downfield and, and see who's there. Um, great quarterback. I still think he's top three. It's it's Patrick, Joe, and, and Josh Allen for me, and look, that could change at the end of the season. But that's who are my top three quarterbacks in the NFL overall. Josh turned it over. Cam Taylor Britt making a play, and Cam Taylor Britt over the last few weeks is showing the NFL, look at me in year two, and uh, I think he's starting to be a, a real threat out there on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, that play was uh, the same coverage and came to the in the same position opposite side of the field as the interception he had against Allen in the divisional round, cloud coverage and cover two. He's sinking with the go route. They, The concept is called Ohio in a lot of places. And famously, I think that Zach Theo did call it that in 2019 because Ryan Finley audibled him too. He yelled out Ohio and Marcus Peter played with the Rams the same time Taylor was there and Peters knew what was going to happen. So Finley up there want to pick six on that play, but that's what they ran. And it's just an out route from the inside and a go route must outside release go out, go route on the outside. When you're the cover two corner, you are responsible for that out route, but you need to sync with the go. So he sinks with the go and Josh Allen ends up just, just throwing it. And I think Cam Taylor Britton knows Josh it wasn't so much a bait as in like he's kind of sneaking up, sneaking up and trying to force him to throw it. He's just kind of sinking and he sees Josh. He's like, Josh is going to throw this. Like I know Josh. Like he, he wants the go route. He doesn't want to throw the five yard out. He wants to throw the big play. And once he did, he makes a great play. He makes a break on the ball. Great ball skills. Good play from Cam Taylor Britt. That was definitely one of those R. Kelly moments from Josh Allen, whatever that was, the mind was telling me no, but the body, you know, just like he, he's looking at it and he's kind of like pumping it like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And he throws it and he just like immediately slumps over like, why did I do that type of situation? Which I can relate. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he had a Josh Allen uh, classic Josh Allen turnover and throw there where probably shouldn't try to force those things, but it was a great play from Cam Taylor Britt, too. I think uh, that was a high-level play. want to see him keep up this breakout year, keep taking the hard assignments, the the digs, the Metcalfs of the world, and try to do your best against them. I think he's been good this season. And he, he isn't afraid to get in their head a little bit because we saw what happened with the DK game. And then if you, I, I had to watch the game again, but uh, just some of the highlights of seeing Cam Taylor Britt look right over to Diggs after the interception. And he was just the biggest grin on his face. And that guy, he's physical. He's getting in their heads a little bit. And that's just what you want to see out of a cornerback who the Bengals traded up for. Ironically, they traded up with the Bills 
uh, to get Cam Taylor bread. And um, he's had two interceptions the last two times that he's played them. And it's just been really fun to watch out of Cam. And, you know, when they put their their number one receiver on him, um, it has been it's just been a fun matchup for for the Bengals defense. I want to keep with the turnovers right now because you can always count on this team when it comes to turnovers. And it's been really fun. But we'll stay with the defense right now. When you think about the defensive line, what were some of your thoughts after the, the tape? I think my first thought is that BJ Hill and Sam Hubbard are becoming a dynamic duo on that right side of the offensive line, left side of the defensive line, just in terms of being able to create pressure, work together on these TE tech stunts. They ran a quite a bit of them in this game and they seem to almost always work. So uh, this is big. I mean, we always think about, how do you have somebody else besides Trey Anderson get all this pressure? Well, it doesn't have to just be winning your one-on-one rush. It could be these tech stunts and stressing the communication abilities of the off of two offensive linemen. And in this game, I thought, and in the Seattle game, they were huge. And BJ Hill has just become a real monster on these plays where really the penetrator is kind of the, the setup guy on this and the loopers supposed to be the one that gets all the pressure, the sacks, whatever. But BJ Hill's been so good on these multiple times that he not only is able to set up Sam Hubbard for a clean shot at the quarterback, but he's also getting through and getting a shot before he even gets there. So I've been really impressed with those over the past couple of weeks now, they've worked together the past couple, the past few years, but it seems like just now something clicked with all these stunts that they've been able to run, and they worked really well against the right side of this Bills offensive line. It feels like B.J. Hill, I think there was a graphic I saw today, his numbers for the whole entire season last year, he's almost right there at the halfway point of the season, and I think that's extremely impressive. Do you think it's his usage or just we're just seeing more production out of B.J. Hill? I feel like it is different usage. I think that's a big one. And, uh, yeah, he currently, I don't want to look it up after you mentioned it, has more sacks already now than he had all of last year, and he has two more quarterback hits now than he had all of last season. So in terms of rushing the passer, he has been probably a much – I mean, I think he's leveled up in that regard. He had five and a half sacks in 2021. So he's one and a half sacks behind that, but he already has more quarterback hits in 2021 as well. So yeah, I think he's leveled up a little bit as a pass rusher. And some of that is the usage to me more than anything. I think the way they're using him on these stunts and attacking offensive linemen that way, it feels like that's how BJ Hill maybe should be utilized going forward rather than just asking him to beat the guy in front of him. You put it out on social media after the game. I thought it was pretty funny. I know some people, they take that stuff so serious, but, you know, I'm still on the trust the process with Miles Murphy and his rookie year. Um, there were some highlights from Miles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, this is more fun on social media than anything. <laughs> it, it's definitely, if uh, if I'm trying to give real analysis, I'd be doing the, at least it'd be real games, but I'd be also be jumping the gun on this. You know, like he wasn't, incredible i thought he was fun and pretty good and flashed and showed what you want to see i think that's my main takeaway is that he looked you know i guess a pretty good left tackle and deon dawkins he had some plays i think he had at least i think by almost all accounts one pressure because you get a hand on the quarterback like that and make him 
kind of hurry up his throw. This one I tweeted it out. Uh, you can see he bull rushes Dawkins, gets to him, gets a hand on Josh, doesn't knock him down or anything, but he kind of grabs his collar as he's released right after he's releasing the ball. I, I think that's a pressure by almost all metrics, but PFF even gave him an extra pressure. And I think there's a play, few plays you could argue that ball came out maybe a little bit quick, but he was winning and he looked like he was in control of a lot of these reps. He's doing all this when really his only move is just a bull rush and speed to power and trying to run through an offensive lineman. I think that's exactly what you want to see because he's able to have that right now. And I think his hand placement and some of the drive has worked better in this game than it has earlier this year, but he's only going to get better. He's like a young 21, I believe right now. Yeah. Yeah. So he's young. And he is going to be able to add on to this move set, his length and strength and athleticism. That's always going to be there. He's just going to get better as a technical rusher. The next step for him would be to be able to disengage after driving the offensive lineman back into the quarterback. That's what we're looking for next. And I'm sure it'll come. It's just a matter of waiting. I think right now he's – He's been flashing and he's looked like a pretty good player. It's limited snaps. So I'm talking two pressures and some people maybe think like, yeah, two pressures, who cares? Yeah. He played, I think 10 snaps in this game. One of those, he was uh, a quarterback spy. Another one he slanted because it was a blitz. And one of those was a run play. So three of those, he had no shot of really getting a pressure. So call it maybe seven pass rush attempts and he got, one, maybe two pressures in this game. I'm trying to be conservative with the one, but I think you can yeah. definitely argue for two, like PFF did. That's good. That's that's really good production. I think people have to realize that I, it's an unpopular opinion because I think a lot of people want the rookie to be ready day one because they look at these other teams, you know, really the tight end position. You see Sam over in Detroit, also Don Kincaid with the Buffalo Bills. But for the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't need Miles Murphy to be amazing his rookie year um this is going to be he's going to develop he's going to get the experience with amazing people on this defensive line on the defensive side of the ball and he doesn't he just doesn't have to be extremely ready right now and there's gonna he's only I feel like he's only going to get better do you see a difference every week when he's out there even though it's very limited yeah I mean I thought this was his best game and I think it's not fully linear it's not like every week he's a little bit better than the last week but when you track over the course of a season i think he's definitely at a better place now than he was week one and I, I still even think he was flashing early on in the year too so this isn't like the first time it's happened it's just this is probably the first time he looked fully in control of a maybe over half of his pass rush attempts where it looks like he's dictating everything and dominating and depends on what the quarterback does. That's always a relationship there with how fast the ball comes out, where the quarterback is on the play. But overall, I mean, I thought it was a really good game from him. And I would say this, he looks better now than he did earlier.